What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 125. We've reached the century and a quarter mark. Yay! We haven't been canceled yet. Hopefully, it will never be. We'll see. Yeah. So, <laughs> starting off first here, we have Julio Rosas today here with us. He joined the town hall team, what, two weeks ago now? Last week? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, a senior like that. writer. So, welcome, Julio. Oh, you know, it's always great to finally be a part of the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've been on the podcast a couple times before, but now you can actually say stuff, so that's good. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the story that you reported on this morning about the whistleblower. Why don't you give us a little uh, info about that? Yeah, so it, it, it's something that hasn't really been getting a lot of attention. Uh, obviously, we had uh, the Washington Examiner. They reported about how the the whistleblower not only is a registered Democrat, but now we know that they worked in some capacity with a uh, an unknown uh, Democratic presidential candidate. There's a shock, and and that's pretty that's pretty significant. But now, what one of my sources told me was that. The, in the same memo that the inspector general told the House Intelligence Committee last week was that there's actually a third potential political bias in addition to the other two. Now, the thing is, we don't know what that is. It's been completely redacted. Because right, right. Some of the other ones, you were able, uh, one flat out said like he worked for X, and the other one was able to figure out through context clues. Uh, but this third one has been completely redacted, so we don't know what that is, and it could be any number of things. And it's also important to, to keep in mind that that's what the whistleblower self-reported. Right, uh, And right. so there is, there, I mean, there is a potential that there is a, you know, possibly more facts about this person's life that could be, uh, that could be used as political bias against Trump. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if they were a uh, participant in the first few coup attempts, and now they're leading the charge themselves. Right now, we have this, you know, un, unbelievably thin whistleblower complaint that people are now, you, you saw, was it the New York Times report? I think it was yesterday. I don't know, this day, this week is all blended together, but the New York Times report on the, like, scariness of the feeling among... You the, were, like, visibly shaken. Yeah, yeah they were just shaking yeah. visibly, like... Oh, that just reminds me of Trump when he was up on the stage. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what I said. What I said. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I can't but, remember. But <laughs> it, these people... They tr- they're trying to make this out to be something as if the transcript wasn't already released. I know. They're acting know. as if that never even yeah. happened. Yeah. And for for them to, you know, get the, the media drumbeat of impeachment and they're trying to sway public opinion, obviously. But this is all very transparent that it's it's a partisan hit job here. The evidence in this is so incredibly thin and there's no corroboration from the transcript or from the Ukrainian president. It's like yeah. there's no there's no quid. You wrote yeah. about it yesterday. Yeah. No quid. The what was the story you wrote yesterday with about that? Oh, that basically was a document that showed that uh, they reopened the investigation into Hunter Biden m- like months before the call. Yeah, but, but that was already the kind of like reported. Ed Ed had something on it. It was already reported before, mm-hmm. but it still doesn't negate the fact that like there was nothing. There was no quid pro quo in the in the call. The there can't be a quid. Yeah, if you don't if, bring up what you. <laughs> Well, okay. What did you want well, in return? First, first off, yeah, you're not. You, there's no quid pro quo if you're not leveraging something over someone's head. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't aware that the military aid was being, you yeah. know, supposedly quote used as yeah. leverage. Yeah, and then even beyond that, the investigation in Ukraine had previously resumed. Yeah, and there's facts on our side here of the Ukrainian prosecutor that was fired, 
said that he was fired because he was looking into Joe Biden. Yeah. And Joe Biden admitted it on yeah. video. And the so, Ukrainian president said, that, you know, there was no blackmail yeah. in my conversation. So who were the so. real criminals here? We're going to talk yeah. about that a little more in a minute. Yeah. Who are the real criminals here? Why are they focusing on this, but not the incredible corruption and criminality of our former vice president who abused his office and his position as the point man overseeing Ukrainian-U.S. relations to get his son a lucrative deal on a board in which he had no expertise? Yeah. Hey, That's hey. the real question. It must be great to be a Democrat. Just Apparently, you, you know, two sets of rules. Yet again, yep. a recurring theme of this show, two sets of rules. If you're a Republican, you know, you can't do anything. Yeah. But if you're a Democrat, do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, you can uh, rape people and get away with it. Pretty much. Uh, so what's... Bill uh, Clinton. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah, Bill Clinton. Sorry. The, you know, someone, someone the other day in a headline put uh, Trump's Ukrainian saga is a stain on the presidency. And I was like, oh, yeah. you want to talk about stains, stains yeah. on the president? Bill, Cl that was, Bill Clinton uh, had a lot of stains. That, that was Paul, uh, oh, I don't know how to say his last name, Begala. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Paul. Yeah, good old Paul. <laughs> Democratic operative. Okay, so let's talk about the other big story in the news, the Kurds and the whole Turkey and invasion of northern Syria issue here. I'm kind of, I don't know, I go back and forth on this. There's two things here. One, not not thrilled about abandoning the Kurds who fought so hard against ISIS, in which we essentially promised them a lot of things and aren't delivering on those promises. But short of going to war with Turkey, yeah. a NATO ally, <laughs> yeah. who told us we're about to roll in there, yeah. that's what's about to happen. So beyond that, beyond total war to prevent them and putting the full force and might of the U.S. military up against them, what is the what is the compromise option here? I, didn't, I don't think that Trump has an option. There's full-blown conflict or there's you get the hell out and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Right? Is well, there an in-between? I, I don't think there's an in-between here. I think it's more of that. that's where the peace through strength type of deal kind of comes in because, look, I do kind of have a hard time believing that Turkey would actually go through with it if Trump was going to say, no, we have a vested interest in the region. There's reasons, there's good reasons why we can't leave. One of which is that we have all these ISIS fighters and their families in these detention camps that, you know, no one knows what to do with them. And I know what we could do with them. We could drop a <laughs> Moab on them and end this whole thing. I don't understand why we haven't done that already. So yeah. Turkey, yeah, I don't care. There's, 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 they surrendered and they're, 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 yeah, they're, they're prisoners. Yeah. I don't buy into the whole yeah. Geneva Convention. No. No, I'm a full-blown torturer. Yeah. Murder your enemies. They want to murder America, so we alive. should murder them. Boil them alive. Yeah, I'm going to have to disagree That's with that. That's what I'm saying, is that yeah. Turkey should say, you know what? Let's just level the prison, and then maybe that'll assuage some of the U.S.'s concerns. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead and, and yeah. continue. So I think So I think that you use the threat of, like, uh, Trump would use the threat of, hey, if you mess with our people... You know, if you go ahead on this invasion and it's going to cost American lives, you guys are going to pay a heavy price for that. I think if he if he would just start firm on that, then, you know, I don't think there, there wouldn't be such a black and white option between. The Maybe, two. but say. No, that, no, that's it. Say Tur Turkey calls our bluff. Right, right. <laughs> it, right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And that's that's yeah. you have to assume Turkey would fall through in that or wouldn't fall through in that. Right, right, right. So I think. But so, then if you're if you're making that threat, then you got to follow through with it, you know, yeah. and that's right. You know, and so commitment. And, and so and, and, you, and you do have to keep in mind, Trump did campaign on ending 
forever wars and and making sure that we get out of military uh involvement out of other yeah. countries and i'm traditionally more a neocon but it, it's just i don't know what benefit we get out of a, of an occupying force in syria forever well that's the thing is is that you know we've been there for a little bit and so but the problem is is that if it does have a resurgence because if turkey's going to target right. the kurds instead of isis then then they're going to, the concern is, it's a valid concern, that they're going to be flourishing again, and guess who's going to have to probably come in and take them? Right, wow. and that's, and that's, gonna that's what concerns me, which is why I'd love to just level the prison. You know, there was a gas explosion. Oops, <laughs> oops, you know. Oops, whoop, happens. <laughs> it's like, you know, in northern Jersey, sometimes buildings blow up. You don't know yeah, what happened. Know, yeah. But yeah, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big mess, and I don't know. I, I just think that, there, there's a lot of like fantasy land here of what yeah. the reality of the situation is over there, especially yeah. from the the most interesting hypocrisy on this is the left, where it's like, oh yeah, oh my God, Turkey is such a threat, but Iran, you're okay, yeah, no problem, or you know, keep, you know keep dominating the region, do whatever the hell yeah. you want, take ships, you know, attack oil fields, no war with Iran, but war on behalf of the Kurds to save their land, which. I, I don't know. Impeach. Well, it's the, also well, like, I mean, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in April, mm-hmm. went, you know, sent a letter supporting withdrawal from, from Syria. And now that uh, Trump decided to agree with her. It's very possible that <laughs> she's turned against it. Well, yeah, it's very possible <laughs> that the Turks are going to come in and kill all the, the kill all the Kurds. But I, I mean, mean, maybe. Uh, no, that's that's it's, definitely going to happen. That's probably definitely going to happen. It's, it's, it's already kind <laughs> of yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah. it's I definitely mean, already happening. But here's I'll, the thing. I'm really more concerned about the Rays Astros game tonight. To be honest with you guys. Me too. Me too. But here, <laughs> yeah, here's, here's, the, thing, though. here's <laughs> the thing though: is that Turkey was going to do that eventually. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. They were just waiting, sitting yeah. back, waiting. Right. Mm-hmm. So say, well, are are we going to commit to a permanent occupying force here of Syria, of yeah. a land in which these people all just want to kill each other? Yeah. Have we not learned our lesson of getting involved in Middle Eastern civil wars? Yeah, and it's not I, good. I, I normally am very hawkish, but I, I just don't see how you accomplish, you know, the so-called goals here of protecting the Kurds and keeping Turkey in in check and worrying about Assad and then, and then, then you the got Russians, the, the Russians. Russians. Yeah, you, you, mm-hmm. you know, Obama let Russia in. That's yeah. what precipitated yeah, this, right? Yeah. So exactly. Then you have Iraq, and which the is. A- mess right now yeah, the russians are allies with assad so like when obama was like you know there is no situation where assad can stay well okay that's clearly just, just saying that they're yeah. just buying time because you're not gonna do anything because right. the russians are there you have so. civil strife in iraq now yeah. you have iran's obvious aggression across the region i mean israel's dealing with a political crisis mm-hmm. has still fired i don't rockets. know it, to me this just seems like there's a lot of going on over there but i'm not sure that there would be a middle ground on this rather than just bluffing and saying we're gonna go all in yeah then then you look even more like an idiot and otherwise the other option is total war yeah against a nato ally i i I just don't know like and then they say well you're weakening the nato alliance by allowing this to happen as opposed to the what (laughs) as opposed to threatening war against a nato alliance member I, i i just don't know yeah like the whole thing is very muddy and it's it's turned into this whole like pro-Trump, anti-Trump thing, but mm-hmm. like I'd love for these people to imagine yeah. being the commander in chief. Do yeah. you send American soldiers to do this, yeah. or to protect non-American citizens? Yeah. 
But you I know, mean, a turkey to go in. We've know. done a lot of that. A lot. There, there are a lot of good points, like for and against. But like, 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 like you said, the 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 orange man bad, you know, Trump element is going to drown a lot of those points out. I don't know. I'm very conflicted because I feel bad for these people. They were good allies, but I don't know beyond beyond a full fledged you know military backing. What what's our option there? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just because I have to I have to bring up the point, and this is what Mattis was talking about in his book, which I've been reading. Mm-hmm. Been good, by the way. Mm-hmm. But he was voicing his his frustration about the and we were talking about this earlier mm-hmm. about the Battle of Fallujah. Yeah, and the fact that the reason why there's two of them is because well he had reservations of even just attacking the city in the first place, but mm-hmm. the order was to go, and so he's like, okay, we're going to do this, and and they were doing it successfully, but because as he as he said the propaganda that the jihadis were were making was very effective and. The media ran with it, and so people got weak need back in the states, and so then that's why they stopped the attack on what he said was the cusp of victory. Right, and and so they withdrew, and they and then in the time before the second attack, they were able to fortify the positions and, and make strongholds uh, better. And so when they had to attack again, it resulted in even more lives being lost than if we had committed the first time. Mm-hmm. So I think there's I, th- I think the situation is kind of very very is similar in this in the in the effect of. Because you know Trump is saying we need to save troops' lives, you know, mm-hmm, without, and mm-hmm. I agree, like we shouldn't just be throwing at them, just just for giggles and not spend money, right? Yeah. But but at the same time, is if if pulling out and creating and and allowing this to flourish with us gone, are we gonna have to go back in, and then as a result of going back in, we're gonna lose more people than if we had stayed in the first place? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I don't know that there's a good solution for Syria at all. No, I, really, I, right. Syria yeah, needs it's, to get its, its own house in order. Like, yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I, I'm very in between on this whole thing. I don't know that I necessarily agree with the president's decision on this, but I don't necessarily oppose his decision on this. It's a big old mess, and yeah. the Middle East always has been and probably always will be. But I don't know. To me, if if Turkey's like we're we're coming in. There's only what there was only like between 500 and 2,500 U.S. troops there, correct? Yeah, yeah. they were in a advisory lot of, capacity. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. advisory capacity. So it wasn't. So any, it's not like our troops are going to open fire on their invading force, yeah. are they? Like, no. <laughs> I mean, you could, you could, but then you're just you're just going to let those guys get slaughtered, or you're going to bomb Turkish military forces and NATO ally coming across the board. I don't know. There's just no good outcome across the board on all of this. I mean, you could have kept the status quo, but the status quo changed. Yeah, oh, when yeah. Turkey said, "We're coming for these Kurds," yeah, and they've wanted that for a long time. And Erdogan's terrible; he's an Islamist yeah. dictator. I don't yeah. agree with them either. I mean, really, they're not—they're not even really a NATO ally. They're like yeah. just there, yeah. Which they may not be a NATO <laughs> ally there. soon enough. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? And then it's a different—and then it's yeah. a different calculation. I don't know. The whole thing is a big mess. Yeah. Any final thoughts on that stuff? No, I agree with you. It's a mess, and we're not going to get like any cogent analysis on this because of the whole Trump angle. Yeah, yeah. Man, well, you know, you nuts. have the impeachment stuff in the yeah. backdrop. Yeah, the impeachment stuff. Yeah, so it's going to be like, you know, th- there may be, but mm-hmm. it'll, it'll be drowned out. Let's talk it's for terrible. a minute, since we just brought up impeachment real quick. Before yeah. we, we've got some stuff on the Ukrainian president, but the impeachment charade that they've got going here, which isn't actually an inquiry, but it's an inquiry, but it's not an inquiry that's been voted on. Yeah. Breaking yeah. the entire country's history of precedent. And the only president that's ever had to deal with a non-voted-upon impeachment inquiry, their secrecy here and the not allowing of Republicans to take part in the process and not allowing them to ask questions 
and get interview transcripts and they won't release the transcripts of these interviews oh, yeah. because it clearly has information that's beneficial to President yes. Trump. Otherwise, they wouldn't I mean, be hiding This is what it. happens when, yeah. like, the reasons for impeachment are as, like, you know, as many holes as, like, a piece of Swiss cheese. I mean, this, this is, is not— This is, like, Soviet it's, Russia. It's, it's, it's that a kangaroo to court. Do here. It's a kangaroo court. Matt yeah. Gates was on the point. On yeah, that. go ahead, Olya. Yeah, so they—with uh, with Volker's—I um, uh, can't forget. What's his first name? Volker. Kurt? Kurt, Kurt yeah. Kurt. Yeah, with Kurt Volker's testimony, uh, I had a source tell me that that was, that was there. Mm-hmm. He, he said it, it was a complete flop. For the Democrats, and mm-hmm. that's why, and Jim Jordan just yesterday, he was saying, release, not only, so instead of releasing the transcript of Volcker's testimony, they they released hand-picked text messages that obviously was beneficial to to their to their argument of, of yeah. it being a, a quid pro quo, but yeah. uh, Jim Jordan was saying there's 65 pages of text messages, mm-hmm. and we got, I think, I think, what was it, like four? I was about to say three or four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, yeah. three or four text messages, and, and, and so... And the so Stasi would blush, right? And so is, there is a lot of secrecy, and I had and I had someone over on Capitol Hill kind of explain to me that the, uh, he was saying that the reason why they don't want to do a vote is because they're concerned about the thirty seats yes. that, that, that flipped. Yes, they As don't they want should be. They yeah. don't want they don't want to make them do hard. Now, of course, some of them have just said yes, like we we should do it, and so yeah. and they're and they're feeling the heat. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, they're feeling yeah. the heat on that. So they don't want to codify they don't they don't want to codify their their stance on impeachment. Uh, heading into 2020 because they really want to maintain the house. So I, th- well, I, I think mean, it's, eventually so they're going to have to take a vote. Yeah. yeah, I think it is very interesting that yeah. that they're that they're willing to do be in this like weird in between purgatory mm-hmm. space. And so the argument is, well, do we do is the argument is is Republicans should they push for this to go as long as possible, or do you, do do you want the argument to be made that it needs to stop as soon as possible? I don't know. I go back between both of those. Yeah. Right. I'm like, is it more strategic to have it go into 2020, or do we just get it out of the way now? Or because yeah, right now they they're saying that they want this done by Thanksgiving, which is also and it looks like the same date is also going to be when the the government's supposed to run out of money. Oh, so we have great. so That's we have two fantastic. big yeah so we have impeachment and potential oh government God. shutdown happening like right before Thanksgiving yeah it's great <laughs> and which, so they're a little concerned that they don't know what's going to happen which is funny because they parrot the constitutional crisis talking point yeah they're the ones creating yeah, the constitutional crisis here for an impeachment inquiry yeah which is just a fake word for public slogging yeah. attempt it's a lynching. In, on the backdrop of the no. government running out of money. No. It, it is. It is. It, it is. is. It's a public lynching. It's, it's a high-tech lynching. It's a high tech Remember it's that. A high, very high-tech. Very high-tech Mainstream now. media, Twitter, yeah. Facebook, all of it. The Google, and they're all taking the Google part. machine. The Google machine. Twitter, Facebook, yeah. and the Google machine are certainly taking part in the impeachment. Oh, yes. But that's a good point about the funding. Yeah. That's a very good point about the funding. And I, I'm of the opinion that I just want to get this out of the way because I don't need this necessary stress in my life. <laughs> but... I'd love for them to just take the vote, pass the impeachment in the House because it's gonna pass. Yeah, I mean it. It, it is. I mean, it has like two hundred thirty votes or something. You, at least. Whatever they could pass it if they want. Yeah. The real thing is the Senate. And yeah. let me tell you something. Uh oh. These spineless rhino, never Trumper pieces of. Do you have anybody in mind? Oh, I've got a long list. <laughs> got a long list. Does his name rhyme with Schmidt Romley? Yes. Yes, it does. And still regret that vote. Every day I wake up and I yeah. say, God, how did I vote for Mitt yeah. Romney? Well, I, mean, well, I remember yeah. it was because Obama was the other yeah, choice. Yeah, exactly. Which we'll get into the uh, black and white choice of the election coming up, which is why 
<laughs> what? It's not a race thing. <laughs> it's a phrase. Really, that was really it's a phrase. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you guys. It's a phrase. Okay. But I think that there's the the motive behind this is because they realize now that Biden is toast. Yes. Right? And that well, he doesn't know where he is half the time. Yeah. He's like grandpa at the retirement home. And that Elizabeth Warren oh is going God. to lose them net votes. Yes. Over what they had last time. Yeah. I agree. Dave Wasserman, you know him. Yeah, yes. We, we follow him. Yeah, re, he at was, Redistrict. He was in Southwest Pennsylvania yesterday, and he was meeting with anti-Trump Democrat voters. Mm-hmm. And they all said that they are very, very concerned that if Elizabeth Warren, Pocahontas, Focahontas, yeah. Tomahawk Liz, lying Tomahawk Liz about lying. Her, her termination. Lying, li- yeah. <laughs> if, uh, yeah. If she becomes the nominee. Yeah that they are very concerned that they will not be able to vote for her and, in fact, might vote for President Trump yeah. to protect their coal jobs, their fracking jobs, their health care. Exactly, right And the there. unions, the yes. unions and the health care. The unionized health care plans are all targeted by this Democratic agenda, which mm-hmm. is not being reported on, but, you know, Yeah, yeah, hey. well, let's talk about 2020 yeah. in a minute. I just want to finish up this impeachment oh, yeah. segment here. That. So the Ukrainian president has now corroborated the president's transcript on the call and he tells reporters, quote, no blackmail in call with Trump and that the transcript, quote, matches completely. And the Ukrainian leader said he was unaware that military aid to his country had been blocked when he spoke to Trump in July. As we just discussed, the yep. lack of quid. Yep. If there's no quid, yep. there can't be a pro quo. Yep. Well, I mean, there could be. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then. After he was informed of this, that the aide was currently in pending status, he discussed the matter with Vice President Pence in September, and the aide was immediately unblocked. Yeah. If you're trying to blackmail somebody, usually you get what you want before you release the money. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then he said, quote, I had no idea the military aid was held up. When I did find out, I raised it with Vice President Pence at a meeting in Warsaw, I told him, please help to resolve it. And after our meeting, America unblocked the aid. I mean, it's just like, you couldn't, they couldn't have found a better thing to manufacture to be their impeachment. I, I just don't get yeah. it at this point. N- n- now to play devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's possible that he could be saying this publicly in order to, because if he, because someone might make the argument that the reason why he's going out so publicly and denying all this is because he's afraid that if he says yes there was quid pro quo and there was blackmail that then that's going to sour the relationship with the United Certainly, States. Certainly. Yeah. And, and because that, that's much needed military aid. That's a possibility. No, I'm not, I'm not I'm ma- fine with that. I'm not making that case. argument. I'm just saying that, that that's what I can definitely see people on uh, Democrats saying is like, well, he's just saying that because he wants to ensure that the money keeps flowing. I mean, if that is the case, then he's certainly in line for a nice military aid boost after mm-hmm. uh, president Trump gets yeah. reelected. Big be- boost. <laughs> a tremendous. Then we're talking boost. real quid pro quo. But, I mean, here's the thing. Just because you leverage military aid to get a foreign country to do something that you want, that's standard practice. We've done that for a long, long time. Yeah. And then they say, well, this is strictly to dig up political dirt on Joe Biden. No, it's not. Yeah. It's to it's to find out the truth about what happened with our former vice president's corruption in other countries, specifically relating to family matters of his son. Mm-hmm. And this was... This stuff was uncovered while they were trying to investigate evidence, and these are the outside parties to the president, so Rudy Giuliani, yeah. you know, the other folks, yeah. 
They were investigating to get outside evidence to help exonerate the president against the first hoax, yeah. the Russia collusion hoax, mm-hmm. because Ukraine played a role in that. It did, yeah. Or at least the Ukrainian people, strike, yeah, not, the, not the government necessarily, yeah. but but there were people in Ukraine, yeah, Ukrainian nationals, yeah. that took part in this. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, it kills me here that they're like, this is strictly is exact, to dig up political dirt. What, and that part is what Trump mentioned mm-hmm. as the favor. Can you help us in our investigation? Our right. DOJ is doing it into the into the. He didn't even mention the Bidens. So, right. Barr's been looking into it. Durham is looking into it, and I think Durham's making a lot of people yeah. nervous. Oh, because he expanded the probe. Yes, he expanded the probe to previous timelines, yep. previous persons of interest, all based on apparently yeah. the draft of the FISA IG. Yeah, there you go. And we found out John Brennan gets and depends on a court. Yeah, he better. (laughs) And a court just ruled yesterday or two days ago. Again, Mm -hmm. this week is a mess. Yeah. That the FBI violated FISA policies in their spying procedures. Using it for personal reasons too. that yeah. database. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like the secret court of all things to like trust. Mm-hmm. You know, a secret this whole court. thing stinks. <laughs> the whole thing stinks of government corruption. Yeah. Of deep state. What I call deep state it's operators. Deep state. It's deep state antics. I mean, and 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 now they they write columns. Yeah. In the New York Times saying we exist. The, the deep state exists, but they're not going far enough. Yeah. So who's the crazy conspiracy tinfoil yeah. hat people yeah. now? For the, for the once. Yeah. For once. Now, the Tim Foy Hat people are fun. They're very yeah, fun. I was just about to say, on one thing, <laughs> this Alex Jones was right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also the frogs. And the frogs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the chemicals in the water are turning the yeah, frogs. I mean, you know, they're not, I mean, just follow. I mean, sometimes they, you know, a blind squirrel finds a nut. I think. You know, Mike Cernovich was right about the unmasking. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Susan Rice. Yeah. He was right about that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there, there's I'm, some good stuff that people unearth, but it's... Like I said, this is the Democrats thrashing about like the exorcist girl when they're yeah. removing the demon. Yeah. They know they're they're like a slug getting salt poured on them right now. They know this <laughs> Durham investigation has the ability to ruin them. Yes. And that's why I've been saying this is their last gasp here. Yeah. They know that between the Durham investigation, their bullpen of people that could be the presidential nominee, Trump's percentage chances are pretty solid if we can get past this impeachment debacle. Yeah. So, because uh, Warren's unlikable, she's a liar, and yeah, and speaking and speaking of the 2020 election, as you all know, Triggered has a partnership with the Trump campaign, and we have a very special message—a tremendous message, tremendous message. Dare I say, tremendous message? Because they're coming after our president, they're trying to impeach him. So we have a message from the campaign for our great Triggered patriots now. Every day, President Trump is facing unprecedented obstruction and harassment from the liberal mob and their fake news allies. He's been exonerated twice, and they're still calling for his impeachment because they know it's their only hope. He needs support now more than ever from great patriots like you, our Triggered listeners. Text TRIGGERED to 88022 to receive official Trump alerts directly to your phone. You'll gain exclusive 2020 updates directly from President Trump himself, Be the first to know when new Trump merchandise is available, and you'll even be able to give your input on key issues to help shape the 2020 campaign. Again, all you have to do is text TRIGGERED to 88022 to become a part of Team Trump. While Democrats in the fake news media have spent the last two years focused on bogus witch hunts, President Trump has been working around the clock to make America great again. We need to win in 2020. 
Make sure you're getting your news directly from the source by texting TRIGGERED to 88022 now. That's TRIGGERED to 88022. This was paid for by the Trump Make America Great Again Committee, a joint fundraising committee authorized by and composed of Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated and the Republican National Committee that's dedicated to making America great again. Let's talk about the uh, 2020 Dem clown bus. It's still a bus because they're at, what, 16 candidates still or something yeah, like that? Yeah, still too many. Yeah, yeah it's still way, way too way many. Way too many. Uh, which, by the way, I heard Tulsi might... Uh, yeah, she might boycott. Might boycott the debate. Because it's rigged. Rigged, yeah. rigged, rigged like never before. Which could bring her some good attention. Yeah. You know, I like Tulsi, but... What's, what, what, what? The, and then you run into the Syria issue right, with her, and then right, she becomes right. a total nut what's, job. What's her opinion on the whole Kurd thing? Has anybody yeah. has anybody written about that or heard about it? She said anything? I mean, I, I'm sure she ha- she's, yeah. she's had to. I don't know. I, I, she's I, I, buddy buddies with Assad, so... I'm not. Yeah. I'm not sure. And Al Qaeda. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> impeachment's just been taking up my entire. Yeah. Time. The impeachment has been sucking all the oxygen out of the room, which I'm sure the 2020 candidates are not particularly thrilled about. Yeah. And I'm sure it's going to be a huge topic. It's going to be next two, week's two hours of the three-hour debate next right, week. Right. So last night uh, we we just talked about how the whistleblower, the quote whistleblower, which <laughs> I like, I like Rudy's term yeah. political suicide bomber <laughs> i thought that was really good on war Ingram the other night him and joe DeGenova when they get together and go on war oh, that's funny it's, it's like good. it's like i'm sitting around with the old italian boys yeah. up in new jersey yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's yeah. like what the f- is this guy talking about was i got it, more i got more but i need a cup of coffee first yeah yeah <laughs> oh, oh, and then and then they played a clip of cory booker saying that rudy was afraid to testify in front of cory booker and rudy's like oh yeah i'm so afraid of him cory booker such a tough guy ran newark really well the city's doing so well so afraid of him it, that clip is unbelievable that's we, like trump on the debate stage yeah. with jeb yeah you're a tough guy oh yeah, yeah we all know you're guy. a tough guy jeb yeah. oh yeah by the way yesterday was the three-year anniversary of trump telling hillary that she would be in jail yes if president, yes Oh, man. Still waiting on that to happen. Yes. But anyway, let's talk about the Dems real quick here. So 2020 campaign, we talked about the whistleblower and how the whistleblower was working for one of the Democratic candidates for president. Nobody knows who that candidate is. However, last night, MSDNC host Haley mm-hmm. Jackson questioned Beto <laughs> on the whistleblower and asked him straight up. I couldn't believe she asked this question. So oh. maybe I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. She works for MSNBC, not DNC yet. Yet, although she probably has some it instances, pretty in much the past. is the DNC. Yeah. I mean that their whole network's goal is to keep Democrats as blood right. pressures. But she levels. was she asked verbatim, "quote Are you aware if this whistleblower has a professional tie to you or your campaign?" His response: No, not that I'm aware of. Don't know the identity of the whistleblower, and really know what you've reported and what I've read in the newspapers. <laughs> That's, I don't know anything. I just I just know what you read in the paper. That's leaving a door. <laughs> yeah. That's leaving a door out to say, not that I know of. I only read the yeah. papers. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> sounds like Obama. It's a, it's a, yeah. You know, I found the news out from the TV. Oh yeah. Okay. The president found the news out from the TV. Yeah. I'm sure that's what happened. And uh, so I I don't know. The whistleblower Beto went on to confirm that the whistleblower is a Democrat, but said that his work with a Democratic candidate shouldn't matter. Uh, oh, it matters. Oh, it does. It matters. Soy if, boy Bob, it matters. Yeah. the These intelligence community officials are not supposed to let political bias interrupt in their federal government duties. Mm-hmm. And we've seen time and time again where they have. The FBI. We had the uh, the defense intelligence analyst just yesterday. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. yesterday. What's the guy's name? It's like Kyle Reese or something like yeah. that. Kyle, he, Kyle, he, wait, no, he's not from Terminator. 
Dun, 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 I'm dun, pretty dun. sure the name is the same. Yeah. Oh, Reese. Well, the last name is Reese. I read that he was like releasing sensitive materials to the press as early as like two weeks ago. You mean as late? As late. Two sorry, weeks ago. excuse me. As late as two. Yes, weeks ago. you know why he was doing that mm. because he was some reporter oh. and wanted that reporter to advance her career. Ah. Well, listen. And to harm people the president. Do, Noted it, it, people yeah, do crazy it, things it, for love. His yeah. social media is just anti-Trump tweets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even uh, even on the most like basic, like you know, you know, like that sketch ad where like the take on me. Mm-hmm, type, mm-hmm. He, he's just like, what is this? It's just like, yeah. it was a, I don't know. It was yeah. a nice ad. There's yeah. there's so many policies against this, and they just somehow aren't enforced. Which just goes back to the mantra: yeah. the rules don't the apply rules to don't Democrats. Apply. Yeah. You know, it's just time and time again we see this. And so now yesterday, Joe Biden, the ex-frontrunner of the Democrat Party for president, called for President Trump's impeachment. And, uh, wow, really late to the wagon on that one, Well, Joe. remember, he probably forgot he was running for president. That's so, true. He I probably mean, also was told like five yeah, times to say it and then yeah, just forgot. So they finally yeah, put it on the teleprompter. Yeah, at, like, you know, <laughs> promptly at 5.15 uh, yesterday. Yeah. And uh, so now Elizabeth Warren's ahead of him in the polls. I don't know. I think Joe is on his trajectory downward, and he's totally going to just collapse. I mean, at this it's, point. it's ridiculous. It's, it is a nur- it's the, it's the nursing home primary now. I mean, mm-hmm. we have old Warren, who's a liar and a fake Indian. You have Joe Biden doesn't know where he is half the time and has to drink, you know, five insurers just to stay up and deliver his speech without slurring his words. Mm-hmm. And then you have Bernie Sanders, who's like half dead from a ta- from a heart attack. So Who can't even keep up yep. with the campaign schedule can't, at this can't point. Can't do it. Has to cancel some events because the heart is conking out and not healthy. And enough. speaking of Elizabeth Warren, she has some now trillion dollar environmental racism plan. What? Well, one and a half trillion dollar plan would more heavily invest in low-income and minority communities in the form of job training programs and technologies. Well, you know... Well, that's not going to work. They, they talk about this thing <laughs> called environmental injustice, the result of decades of discrimination and environmental racism compounding in communities that have been overlooked for too long. Which, you know what? I, mean, I, don't, I don't understand this, because Anacostia is just a gem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not. It's not. No, it's I, no, it's I total know. garbage. I used, to, I used to drill out of Anacostia yeah. bowling, so I, yeah. I, I know. No, no, I'm just kidding. It's Environmental bad. racism. Bad. I mean, anything with a adjective in front of racism I is know. fake. Fake made up bullshit. Last but not least, here that was kind of the smorgasbord of the show. Last <sighs> but not least, President Trump is having a rally in Minnesota. Is that tonight? Or yep. is that tomorrow night? That's tonight. That's tonight. tonight. That's tonight. And uh, I'm sure that that is going to be quite raucous. Yeah. And going to have to be switching back between that and the game. And guess who's and- there? Yeah, Courtney's there. Lion O'Brien yeah, is she, there. She went to meet up with her Antifa pals. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> yeah. Lion O'Brien. L-Y-I-N. Boom. So the managing O'Brien. editor of townhall.com, uh, Courtney O'Brien's there, yeah, no, reporting live yeah. for us from the Minnesota rally. Uh, there's going to be protests. Antifa put a call out for their people to come and interrupt the president. It's going to be quite the evening, I would think, there in Minnesota. Yeah. Right in uh, our resident terrorist of Congress's backyard, Ilhan Omar. Oh. Uh, who, by the way... Married her brother. <coughs> married what? brother. Who said that? And now is getting a divorce. Oh. Which, which <laughs> could cause... Qu- <laughs> Which could cause quite the uproar in the Islamic community because oh, yeah. they're not a fan of divorce. No. If you just look up what the penalty is for that, you'll see why. Well, she should be put to death because she's dating some guy who's not a member of the faith. That's also true. Yeah. So that'd be interesting yeah. if she loses the Somalian vote and then yeah. ends up losing the election. Yeah. Well, she can go back to Somalia yeah. then. All right, guys. Oh, well, thanks gosh. a lot for tuning in. Thanks <laughs> to Julio terrible. for joining us. What's your Twitter handle? At uh, Julio underscore Rosas11. There we go. Of course, our Twitter handle is at TriggeredTHM. You can find us at triggeredpodcast.com. 
We'll be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered. Make sure you text our Triggered number to 88022 and tune in tonight to President Trump's rally in Minnesota. And Courtney will be reporting live uh, from the rally at townhall.com. And on Twitter. (laughs) We'll see you guys later. (laughs) I wanted you to add those two together. (laughs) 